The Pulse of Portland, a public affairs program of KKPZ with Paul Van Sickle. Thank you for listening to KKPZ 1330 The Truth. I'm Paul Van Sickle. This is The Pulse of Portland, and we are continuing to cover issues regarding education this month as people are getting ready to go back to school, and we focused on a lot of different issues. One of the things we have brought up and haven't talked about in detail on this program is homeschooling and we know there are a lot of people out there that uh, listen to this station and are here in the area that have chosen to homeschool there are also people out there who um, as public schools are moving in the direction they're moving and private schools are getting more expensive or for whatever variety of reasons that people are thinking about it because there are many uh, homeschooling is becoming a more uh, viable option in people's minds so we wanted to provide you with some resources talk to an expert today on homeschooling and give you some some you know tips tricks and tools if you will if you are already doing that already homeschooling or if you were maybe thinking about going that direction we're joined today by tracy mott tracy has written uh, a couple different books today we're going to be focusing on the one called don't waste your time homeschooling 72 things i wish i'd known and tracy has raised uh three wonderful kids and homeschooled them all and tracy i was reading in the bio uh, i can't remember if it was in the book or on the website that said talked about your kids uh growing up to be you know normal productive adults and uh knowing your kids i want to change that a little bit because i think they're exceptional not just normal so uh you have three wonderful children I agree with you there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and I do I know Tracy from long. We've known each other for many years. She lives in Kansas City where I lived. Um, and, yeah, I did, did kind of grow up with some of her children, which are younger than me, but, uh, you know, was even in, in business with, with one of her children. And so, yeah, it, it's great what you have done, and that's why I wanted to talk to you because I can vouch for you and your techniques at least worked with your kids, and they turned <laughs> out great. So let's, let's share what you've, uh, what you've learned over the years and want to help some people with that too, which I know was your goal when you started writing these books. Yes. Well, thank you, Paul, for all that nice introduction and for having me on. I appreciate it. And again, the book's called uh, Don't Waste Your Time Homeschooling, 72 Things I Wish I'd Known. And you can find that uh, on Amazon. It's a downloadable on Kindle. It's an e-book. And you can find Tracy online with, with her blog and website at tracymott.com. And I'm going to spell that. It's T-R-A-C-I-M-A-T-T. It's pronounced Mott, but it's spelled Matt. T-R-A-C-I-M-A-T-T. C-I-M-A-T-T dot com. So, Tracy, we're not going to have time, obviously, to go through all 72 things, and um, people can read all 72, but wanted to get through some of the things in the book that you learned and talk a little bit about why you created this book in the first place. Well, I, I was getting ready to graduate our youngest son a couple years ago and just realized that uh, I had some extra time on my hands, for one thing, because he was doing a lot of his schoolwork at the community college, and it had always been my dream to write a book, so I thought the first book I would write would be about something that I know, because I've done it for 25 years, and um, that's, that's where the idea came from. And you obviously you learn a lot over 25 years, and obviously things have changed a whole lot, too, in, in homeschooling over that time. Uh, before we get into some of the things that you wish you'd learned, talk a little bit about that, too, just some of the changes you've seen in, in the ability for people to homeschool. Well, when we first decided to homeschool, uh, we had people that would say, 
I've heard of homeschooling, and then about 10 years into it, most people would say, oh, I know someone who homeschools. And recently, I mean, probably in the last five years even, people really don't even bat an eye about it uh, because it just seems to be accepted and, and widely known, and I, I don't know... I don't know why, but it just seems to not be an issue, as big of an issue as it was in the um, in the 90s when we first started. And the, you know, as in any area of our lives, the internet has had the biggest impact on on homeschooling, just allowing uh, other teachers to come into our homes via the internet and help with hard subjects and uh, preparing lesson plans and doing research. You know, back when we started. Uh, we had to get in the car and go to the library when the kids were writing reports uh, and actually get paper books. And I know that's hard for some listeners to even <laughs> imagine, but those those have been really the primary changes. Just socially, it's more accepted uh, than it was, and um, and just the resources have just exploded, especially in Christian homeschooling. The publishers uh, figured out there was a big market there, and, and they're just are just scads of resources. Uh, for homeschoolers today, which is wonderful. Yeah, it really is. There are so many we've talked about uh, in some of the school choice conversations we've had, uh, talking about educations, talked about some of those different programs and options that are out there. And it is really incredible the amount of resources that are there and can, can you know help with curriculum and things. And that's why I like your book, too. I think it's so practical now for people that say, okay, there are these resources there. It makes it a little, you know, it's more socially acceptable. It's a more viable option. But then there's still that, that learning curve that you have as a parent who may or may not have any experience in education and want to do this with your kid. And because uh, you know it's going to be what's what's best for them and what's best for your family. And now, you know, through your book, you've, you've can help people really jump that learning curve into, you know, what to do and, and maybe what not to do through all of your well, experience. And just as in any topic, there's as much misinformation about homeschooling on the Internet as there is accurate information. Mm. So I think it is important for anyone doing research to make sure that they, uh, you know, know they're on and know the credentials of the person giving the information because you, you want, you especially legally, you want to mm. have a real accurate information for your state. Each state law um, is different. Uh, that's how it is in the United States with homeschooling laws. So, you know, if you even in our town here in Kansas City, my friends who live on the other side of the state line have different requirements than I do. So if I was just getting advice from someone, even in my own town, it might be inaccurate. So, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds of things uh, are important, too. Definitely. And, yeah, we, we reach Washington and Oregon. And, yeah, things are always different, which is... It's good, I guess, but not, you know, it'd be nice if everything was <laughs> even keel, but that's a whole different subject. So let's right, talk about right. some of these things that you wish you'd known starting out. And I'm just going to start off at the top of the list with number one, because we kind of touched on it when, uh, you know, you said you started, you know, 25 years ago and you, you started telling people this is what you're going to do. And people are kind of like, huh, what, what are you talking right. about? So number one in your book is relishing every nugget of extended family support. So talk a little bit about that. Well, it was interesting when we told our parents that we were going to be doing this. Of course, no one else in our family had ever done it. Uh, I joke with my mom because she went to a one-room schoolhouse, and you know, and I, I tell her basically that's kind of 
very similar to homeschooling there. You've got all different ages together uh, in in a specific school, and they're not segregated by age and, and that kind of thing. Um, they all just were curious. They weren't not supportive, but they weren't, you know, totally excited about it the way that I would be today if my grandkids uh, were homeschooled, and that's a whole other subject. But um, as the years went on, of course, because we had good success with it, uh, we were more and more encouraged, and it just really means a lot, you know, as as a a child wanting any kind of affirmation from their parent, even a grown child, it just meant a lot to have any kind of um, affirmation and encouragement. And uh, a few years into it, my mom and dad gave me a teacher bracelet for Christmas, and it just about made me cry because I just felt like, you know, that was the point where I had it had been accepted and you know it was their way of saying you're doing a good job so that was pretty cool one of the other tips you have that i think is is very relevant today um number three number three of your 72 judge not that ye not be judged and we see this a lot especially now in social media and different parenting styles and people criticizing each other in the way they're doing it you felt that on on multiple different sides yes this is really uh kind of an ironic situation because Especially if you are having good success with your homeschooling, it's easy to look down your nose at uh, people who are doing things a different way. And we don't want to be judged by other people because of the path we're taking. But yet, I think as homeschoolers, we tend to pass judgment on other people. And so, especially as Christian homeschoolers, I think it's important to just be mindful of um, things that we do and things that we say that are not encouraging to people who have chosen uh, different um, paths for their own families. And, you know, we need to respect every other parent's choice if we expect to have the same respect given to us. One of the other things that you have listed in here, uh, if people read the book and are going through, I'm just giving numbers just because it's easier that way. Uh, number <laughs> six, talking about the spousal support. And again, this is something that uh, I can, you know, this changes the family dynamic. Uh, it could in many different ways, depending on if somebody was working and now they're not, or again, keeping kids home. And, you know, there's a lot of different dynamics that can change. And that includes things in your marriage. So you can even talk beyond the support to just kind of maybe some tips on on um, how this has affected your marriage and how to get through some of those times? Well, for our family, I think it, it just created a lot of, um, of good family time that we needed and that we wouldn't have had otherwise just because uh, we were flexible. You know, when, when Dad had a day off, we didn't have to do school and uh, those types of things. It's just... Uh, if you're not homeschooling, you just can't even imagine how it takes a toll on every part of your life, just physically, emotionally, financially, um, and even psychologically, like we were talking about, just feeling judged by people and those kinds of things. So having the, um, the unity in the marriage is just, I, I don't think it's negotiable. Uh, I really think that... Um, both parents have to be on board 110% really for um, for it to work well. So, but I, you know, that's been our experience is that we were just totally in agreement about it. Um, even even and especially when it did create hardships um, financially, and it really it really can. Kind of keeping on the family dynamic, 
as we're getting short on time. And again, I want people to go purchase the book if you want to read all 72 things. Don't waste your time homeschooling by, by Tracy Mott, who we're talking with today. But but just with the family dynamic in, in making sure that there's that it doesn't consume your family either. I, I seem to get that from some of the tips where, you know, you try to still make time for yourself, try to make time for date nights, still do things that aren't school related because there i can see how that'd be an easy temptation where everything then becomes school related if you let it that's absolutely right and one really key point is um to not pin your identity i for me to not pin your identity or to even pin your family's identity on homeschooling because you really don't ever know what next year will bring or what next month will bring or next semester will bring and if you really build your entire life around that identity as homeschoolers, uh, I just don't think that's really healthy, especially for a Christian. Um, you know, social structures and, and different things like that. I think you need to have um, just some other some other ways of identifying yourself as a family, um, so that you're not stuck in a in a box or in a corner and. and should happen and you had to stop homeschooling, uh, that it would be uh, a huge um, tragedy to your family. Again, we're talking today with Tracy Mott, and she wrote uh, this this wonderful book for for families that are homeschooling or thinking of homeschooling. And so I encourage you all to go to uh, her website to read more, tracymott.com, and that is spelled T-R-A-C-I-M-A. T-T.com. The book is called Don't Waste Your Time Homeschooling, 72 Things I Wish I'd Known. And I think whether you're uh, in, in the planning stages of thinking about it or you know, you've been doing it for several years, this, this really could be a wonderful resource for you. It's uh, an e-book. You can get it through Amazon, through the, the Kindle, and put that, the app there, uh, which also makes it very affordable and a great buy to get these 72 tips. So, Tracy, thanks so much for joining us today. And sharing your experience with us. It's been, I think, a real eye-opener and hopefully some encouragement for people as well. I hope so. Thank you. Again, the book, uh, once again, is called Don't Waste Your Time Homeschooling, 72 Things I Wish I'd Known. Find it at Amazon, on the Kindle app, and at tracymott.com, T-R-A-C-I-M-A-T-T.com. This has been The Pulse of Portland with Paul Van Sickle. Email comments, questions, and topic ideas to publicaffairs at kkpz.com.